Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Nick Turturro here on the Rich Eisen Show. Round of applause for our friend. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. My fanship. They can't lose this guy. So, you know, if you don't sign Judge, I might be done. Where are you going to go? The Rich Eisen Show. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Earlier on the show, UCLA Athletic Director Martin Jarman, Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Still to come. Fox Sports college football analyst, Joel Klatt. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Joel Klatt of Fox Sports going to join us in about 20 minutes time. It's a huge college football weekend. Huge. Large and in charge because you've got not only uh, Michigan hosting Penn State, you've got Alabama visiting Tennessee. And you got Syracuse taking on NC State. Big game at the Dome this weekend. Yeah, right? I'm not kidding. I know. Actually, it's a huge <laughs> game at the Dome this weekend. Are first, you? First top 20 game in a long time, I think since my freshman year of college. What, how, what are you thinking right now? Like, what's your... Because I know, I, I know my approach to this Michigan season is uh, figure out the starter, check that box. Yep. And then it's just like, get the, the team up to speed before Penn State without losing a game. Check that box. Nice. And now get past Penn State, go on a bye week, eviscerate Michigan State. When I say eviscerate, I mean there's not any, all what, all, all wheels, no brakes, on the gas. I don't no care if they're Eight up wheels. by 50. Eight wheels, no brakes. All of it. Folks. Like, I don't care if they're I'm up by 50. Michigan puts it on them. And then they... Stay healthy enough and get ready for Ohio State. And then we'll see what happens from then. That's my plan. TJ, I don't know what your plan for Penn State is. Just what it was. To, just, just to beat a, Michigan. Okay, all. got it. Yeah. Understand. And that's a, a big game this weekend. Yeah. What's your plan for Syracuse? Like, what, what are you literally thinking right now about your team it, right it's now? It's weird. I mean, this is the best that we've been in a few years, for at least four and uh, I know we've got a great running game. Sean Tucker, awesome running back, one of the best we've had in a long time. But it was uh, questions coming into the season was just like, who is our quarterback? Because it's been forever since we've had one, seemingly since Donovan McNabb. So the guy we got now, Garrett Trader, really good, efficient, which is great. He's mm-hmm. a, he runs with the ball. Um, 
And we have a big play. Aronde Gasson's son is our top wide receiver. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking you to break down the game. Right, I'm X's and O's. literally, what do you like? Where? What do you want? You want a, a, a an ACC wanna... championship game oh, appearance? No, 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 no. This, this is what this is so unexpected. Right, but you're now, just kind of happy to. So be was my team last in, year in the mix. I'll be very honest and with so you. Last like, year, wow, we're right. We're ranked. Like I can't believe that we've got a really tough stretch coming up with NC State, Pitt, Clemson, Florida State, like all in a row. So okay. it's like. Let's go 500 over this stretch. Let's keep it respectable. You don't want to start out 5-0, and and then yeah. all of a sudden in a month we're 5-4. and four. Like, that's kind of brutal. So the fact that we're here is exciting. Yes. It's kind of rallied the fan base a little bit and the alumni, which is awesome. I think it'll be sold out this weekend. And, it, like, like, let's just be respectable. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because that's where we're at right now. It's really fun to get the Syracuse chat going with some of my friends who – who we all went there because it's been a long time since we had anything to be excited about. There you go. Normally, right now you're you're wondering about how you know the basketball right. We're ready for basketball season, right. yeah. And how I can trash Jim Beheim exactly. publicly more because <laughs> he should have retired 15 years ago. Who who? What coach do you love, Chris? That should not have retired by now. Just out of curiosity, like. Well, right about now, I wish Brad Stevens had stuck around. <laughs> yeah. Um but <laughs> well, then that's understandable. <laughs> okay. That's an interesting question that you just asked. Well, right you know, he wants Belichick to retire. He's a legend. No, he wants Beheim to he retire. Doesn't. He yeah, doesn't really feel that way well, about Rich, I can Belichick. I go by what he says. Stop I do it. really feel this way about Beheim, though. That, that is that is legit. Yeah, I mean, you've told that me is, this for That is legit. Yeah, he, until until the matchup zone knocks off three different teams in the NCAA yeah, tournament, like, you suddenly wind up in the in the Elite Eight again. Which is probably going to happen. But we had Mike Hopkins just sitting there, like the coach and waiting forever. And then Jim was like, yeah, in three years, I'll retire. And then three years came, he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to coach for another decade. It's like, dude, you know how far back you just set our program because of this? Well, you know what this is setting up, right? Your new coach, Buddy Beheim. <laughs> That's where this is going. He's going to hand the reins to Buddy. Just, yeah. Buddy, Buddy. Lineage, I got Nicks and Chicks, please, and I got the team for you. Please, huh? Please, buddy, please. Buddy. I think Buddy's trying to make the Pistons right now, but it's fine. I'm excited about the football team. There you go. All right. Big game this weekend. Big game this weekend, indeed. Big game. I like it. Joel Klatt will be joining us. I, I, I hope you don't mind. I'm, I'm not planning on asking about Syracuse It's totally football. fine. I, I, don't put the listeners to sleep. Totally <laughs> well, I hope we just haven't. I mean, we just literally spoke about it. But I, I'm interested in the fact that your team is is up and running, and this is yeah, pretty cool like about said, what your expectation it's, it's, it's level is. It's exciting. Is. It's been a long time, so it's nice to have some you know excitement around the football team. You don't really care. You don't care. Like if Michigan, if You don't care. You don't care. Deep down, you don't care. Here's like if deal. Penn State loses to Michigan this weekend, you're like, yeah, I'm going to watch the varsity on NBC yeah, on Sunday I got to be honest with you. I'm at a point in life where, like, I just yeah. – football games played by young men who most of all oh, of them aren't able to on. legally drink. Oh, I don't allow that goodness. to ruin my week anymore. Like, Gracious. I used to. I just – you're right. I do care, but I don't care enough that it's going to ruin okay. my weekend. Say you don't with you. Say – you didn't go to the school without saying you didn't go to the school right there. That's, right? I mean, that's fine. Is but that you it? have to rest for as many people that are like you who are diehards. There's millions more like like me who are just like, that, you know how many people didn't go to college or don't have like relationships with but college? Some of those people are even more diehard about Some of them, but some programs. of them are Del also Tufo very casual. Not, Del Tufo is not here today. <laughs> Mr. Notre Dame. Yeah, no, Notre Mr. Dame. Rudy himself. Get out of here. Everything ready. Get out of here. Go back. Go root for Seton Hall. 
But you yes, know? you're right. I, I Fish McWilliams, will, get the hell out of here. Fish McWilliams. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I definitely tend not to let sports ruin my... I, and I used oh, to be bad, goodness. bro. He's I'm maturing. He's, he's mature. I'm trying to mature. Look at him. He's all grown stuff, and he's grown stuff, and he's grown stuff. Yeah. All grown stuff. Whatever. <laughs> like, you're going to be watching the game alone. That's, that's I am. That's a little much, bro. Uh, you got to hey, admit, that's a little... I You yeah. kicked the kids out? Excuse you put the me. wife on vacay? I did not do anything. <laughs> it's it's all coincidental. Oh, just by chance. It's coincidental. <laughs> okay. Now, I could... What, am I going to seek out, you know, like a Michigan bar in town? Or am I, am I going to go call up some Michigan friends that I haven't yeah, seen in a long time? Because I'd rather fun. not. I'd rather just sit alone at home... That's it. That's all. And by the way, let me just rephrase And by something. the way, put my phone away because I know the Big Ten refs are going to suck. And you know Del Tufo's going to So gonna hard, you. they're going to want to try and insert themselves in this game like they do damn near every single big Big Ten game there is. Every single one of them. So I'm going to put the phone away and I'm just going to back off and I'm just going to make sure... That I don't tweet anything stupid that I'm going to regret. <laughs> and also, so I, but but I fully admit, I fully admit to you mm-hmm. that I do wonder sometimes at age 53 with three kids, you know, nearing 20 years of marriage, like three jobs, having yes, having so a lot going jobs. on, a lot of a lot of plates spinning, a lot on the ball, and a lot that to be proud of. That I do lose myself so significantly in a sporting event, but that's why. We love it. Yeah, I mean, that's look, why I'll never we love knock it. Somebody for that. I, that's sure. why we love it. And I, I would be if Michigan loses to Penn. I shouldn't even say that. I should be positively manifesting. But I would. I, it will. It will. It will really affect me. You feel good and about the minus seven? I don't know what you're talking he, about. You know, he doesn't know what those words mean. The Chris. temperature's not that cold, is yeah. it? Uh, uh, no. Should I be concerned no, no, about no. the temperature? Uh, 52. I don't think the weather's going to be that bad. 52 is the temperature. Oh, so is that the temperature? 52? A little windy. Are you asking me if the temperature's going to be above or below 52? Is well, I mean, well, me? it might be 50 and a half by game time if you're feeling... Just Celsius? Yeah. yeah, I would say would that. Be real I think hot it's going to get Celsius. Warm. You're talking Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, yeah. Also, I'd like to apologize because I made it seem like what you, you, you would tell Susie to leave the house or something when I said you Get out of here. And we all know that ain't going to be the case, so I apologize because you're not going to just like tell Susie to beat it. Oh, Sarah obviously. would tell me to leave. Well, that's different. Yesterday, she was like, thank, she, you for, thank you for taking Cage outside during the stressful ninth inning of the Braves game yesterday. And that was during the seventh <laughs> inning. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Sarah's on the show tomorrow. Yeah. She's coming in, yeah. 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 No no game tonight, so she'll be stress-free tomorrow. Oh, Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Because normally with Syracuse, it's, it's uh, Georgia football. Was well, Cage season. coming with her? That's the question. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, he'll be in school. Definitely. Are you going to watch him during the night? You know I would put him right here next oh, to me. We'd be chilling. Look, we got a lot of running room got around us up here. at 4 a.m. All right, let me, I'm going to flip the script here. You worried about your Cowboys on Sunday night? Oh. No. Why? I, because we've got, like I said, you keep saying house money, right? Okay. Yes, sir. If we were, if our record was different, I'd probably feel differently. But like, so I, you'll, I, you'll happily absorb the loss. Is that your 80th birthday look, present to Jerry Jones on the Rich Eisen show? Is absorb the loss to the to the Yardbirds, but I won't feel as. Depends on the outcome. To be completely honest with you, if it's a tight game and we play well and we lose, I'm fine. If we get blown out and I can pinpoint one reason, then I'd be upset. But I I feel good about where we're at right now. So no, I don't think I'm going to be too upset even though i would be upset eagles go six and zero over the four and two 
Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And let's just let's just throw out there, even though I, I, I don't know if this is going to happen. Let's say the Ravens beat the Giants. Eagles wake up Monday morning with a two-game lead in division just six weeks in. I think that's is prob- that, probable. Is that a dream scenario they would have signed for in a heartbeat? Who wouldn't? On yeah. Labor Day weekend? Hell yeah. Yeah, the great thing is there's still a lot of football left to be played, though. A lot so of that's football. awesome. Yeah, a lot of football. No, I know that, including uh, um, an Eagles visit to Dallas mm-hmm. and two Eagles-Giants games. Two. I don't think the Giants are that good. I mean, why do you say that? No, no, let's talk about it. Why? Why? It seems like why? smoke and mirrors. Is it Daniel Jones? Is that what it is? You just don't believe it? I think that's he it. Rich. He hasn't really made a single play. What are you talking about? This, what, what are you talking about? He what? made a ton of first down runs against Green Bay in London. He continued so many of those drives. Saquon went out of the game, and Daniel Jones kept chains moving. They beat two teams who are going to be picking in the top five. They beat then, the Titans then, in week one. And then we don't really know who the Titans are. We know who the Titans are. They're they're the team that's going to win that division. You and I both know that. Oh, I don't know. We know it. Know. I think what Indy, do you think? All of a sudden, oh, stop. Right, I know that it's it's right Jonathan direction. Taylor's back at practice. To, come on, man. Come on. You really have that much confidence in the Titans? I sure do. You bet I do. They're on a bye, and then they come back home for Indy at Houston. That Kansas City game is going to be something. Home for Denver at Green Bay on a Thursday night. That's going to be dynamite. Cincinnati, they're at Philly, too. How great is that game? The Giants could easily lose the next three games. Dude, come on. You really I think the Colts are going to get it together though. enough? They already won in Indianapolis. And by the way, they're coming off the bye, and they could sweep the Colts on the spot, right off, right coming off the bye, and sweep them. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, so, the, so that, back, that but back to the too, Giants. But, back to the Giants. Yeah, back to the Giants. Uh, I, I mean, sure, they lost to Dallas at home. I get it. But they, they, the games that they normally would blow in the past, they're winning. They're winning. The, game, the proverbial games they're supposed to win are the games they, they haven't they've won scored in more, years. more than 20 points only one time. They got scored it. 20 week one. They can't score. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna see. And they got some tough games coming up at Seattle. At Jacksonville is, a, is a, you know, Jacksonville's a defense weird, weird gets after it. down there, man. I know, I know. And they got all their all their division games, and at, they're at Minnesota. So earlier on, when I said playoffs or what, you're or what on the Giants, and I said I, playoffs, I, I I don't see the Giants. So who else makes playoffs. it? From where? The NFC. You're taking somebody from the South over the Giants. You're taking someone from the West over the Giants. Because uh, the Packers, um, I think we're all assuming two are coming from the North, and that's it. Vikings and Packers. Who else? And the Cowboys and Eagles. That's another one. Who's the third chair? Occupied by when the music stops in the NFC. You don't like the A and the uh, NFC West. You already think the Rams are out. You think the Cardinals are going to yeah, start I think, putting I it think together? the Cardinals are pretty good. I think, over the Giants. And I think the Saints could be pretty good if Jameis is healthy. Oh, boy. I'll take the Giants over those two. I'll take them. I'll take them because, uh, you know, everybody poops on Daniel Jones. Go for it. And Saquon is no joke. He is back. How many times is he running and breaking breaking runs against these tough defenses like he, Dallas he looks, and Green Bay? He looks Bay. great. He looks great, and I couldn't be more happy for him. But there's not been a lot of evidence lately that he's going to put together a full 17-game season. Well, he's a third of the way through, isn't he? Third of the way through. And who's catching the football? That's a good question. I'm concerned about that. Like, why is Kadarius Tony not playing? I don't understand. And Kenny, Gall- Ken- Kenny Galladay. Kenny is- Galladay needs to be investigated for grand larceny. 
Well, I'm still taking the Giants okay. and Dayball and the rest of what they're doing. Love Dayball. I think he, he I know you seems do. like he has so you're, changed you're, the culture. you're taking him over Cliff Kingsbury and De- Dennis Allen. Uh, I like the talent more on those two teams. I don't know how you're talking about uh, the team that is currently uh, seventh on my power rankings like that. How dare you? For <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, what? Nice. <laughs> Seven, and you don't have the other four-win team in your top ten. Okay. Okay. Just pointing out a fact. I understand what you're pointing out. They're my power rankings. There are many like it. There are, but this one is mine. Man, like I said, we got Bills and Chiefs. That my power rankings, it's one and three. Eagles and Cowboys, two and five. Let's go. Let's ride. And six and seven, Ravens, Giants. We're going to find out if my power rankings are accurate or not. Uh, By the way, I say that knowing the winner Stays where they are, if not moves up, and the loser doesn't go too far down. Right, that's the way you do don't it. penalize people for winning or losing. That's correct. <laughs> not significantly. <laughs> what do we do it here? You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station streams, or just by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. When we come back, our friend from Fox Sports, a man who has called the last three Michigan games on the big noon Fox kickoff and is getting set to call a fourth in a row. Joel Klatt calling Michigan and Penn State. We'll talk to him about Alabama, Tennessee, and more when we return. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk NetSuite, folks. Uh, 2000, 2008, 2022, when it comes to the economy, these are some scary years. Roller coaster we're going through right now. That's the 2022, the dot-com crash, the housing crash of years ago. One thing that you can do to make life a little bit more certain for your business is to join NetSuite by Oracle. Over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they do rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. What NetSuite does is it gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory. Brockman uses it for the HR part of the Rich Eisen Show. Planning, budgeting. You can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. That's how you prepare for the uncertain times we're living in. So what are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. I have enjoyed this man's football calls for years. Not just saying that because I sit next to him on Friday nights of NFL drafts this past year and previous because he uh, joins the NFL Network's draft coverage every Friday night um, over the last couple of years, as a matter of fact. I think his first time was the Daniel Jones draft in Nashville. I, I believe you're <laughs> That's correct. right. I believe you're Because right. he came on the next day and trashed it. <laughs> <laughs> He did. Uh, He and Gus Johnson uh, have the call of yet another Michigan game. Four games in a row for them on Big Fox. Their noon kickoff, Michigan and Penn State. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, friend of the program, Joel Klatt, back here from Fox Sports. How are you doing, Joel? I'm great. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Last time I saw you was in Vegas where we saw people have residencies and casinos across the street and all around us for the NFL draft. Uh, do you feel like, are you the blue man group of, of Ann Arbor, Michigan right now? Is that what you yeah, are? Is what's going I'm, on? I'm, most likely. I just am not compensated as well as the blue man <laughs> in Vegas. So I think their their residency has been more lucrative than mine. I guess I should have said, I just blew the line. The Mason blue man group. That's what you are. Uh, oh, there you hey go. Hey, now. Yeah. Now you're working. Fourth straight appearance for Michigan on the uh, big noon uh, Fox game. And this is... The biggest one of the four, without a doubt. Clearly, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. How do you see the Michigan Penn State matchup going down this week, Joel? Going. I in? think it is a fabulous matchup. I think they're very evenly matched. I love the changes that Penn State has made uh, since last year. You know, they struggled last year after starting. This is the second straight year we've seen them inside the top ten, five and zero. Oh you know, to begin the year. And last year they just didn't have the staying power because they didn't have the depth at quarterback. They suffered some injuries on the defensive line. And and honestly, you know, the, their offense never materialized because of their inability to run the ball. And they've corrected all of those issues. And this is a, a much better team than I saw in the middle of the year a year ago. They uh, can run the ball really well, Rich, with two young freshman running backs. Nick Singleton was the was the number one running back in the country in last year's recruiting cycle. He signs with Penn State, and he's really transformed them and their offense. And what he's done is he's allowed a veteran quarterback in Sean Clifford to really be more of a game manager rather than having to be the catalyst as a playmaker uh, in their offense. And, and he manages the game pre-snap now as good as anybody out there, gets them into the right play, and I think that's where – He's best, and he's he's flourishing. On the other side, what I can't wait to see is is the next gear from Michigan. And this is the problem doing three straight Michigan games. Mm. 
they haven't had to go to even really fourth gear, Rich. You know, even tied at 10 at half last week, it was such an emotional experience because of what was happening with their coach, Mike Hart, who is their running back coach. If you don't know, Mike Hart had a seizure last uh, last week on the sidelines in mm-hmm. Indiana, and they, you know, they had a hard time getting over that emotionally in the first half, and rightly so, by the way. But we haven't had to see them as a team really go into that, that even fourth gear or certainly even fifth gear. And what I can't wait to see is does this team have that gear? Where are the wrinkles? Where are the little change-ups? And, you know, we think that J.J. McCarthy, their quarterback, can take them to uh, the next level offensively because of his potential. We just haven't seen it yet. And, and I think that we'll have to see it this week if they want to win the game. Why haven't we seen it yet? Joel, why? Well, I don't think that they've needed to. And, you know, I'm sure they're so rich. You know, we joke about like, oh, you know, I'm taking up residency. These coaches are like, get out of here. <laughs> you know, because they, they keep getting asked by the media, the yes. local media, about things that I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so the, and, you know, of course, because I questioned the fact that they have two play callers, you know, and then. Last week I said, hey, you know, they've got some real tendencies on offense. But the part of that is that they haven't had to break them. They haven't needed to go there. And so why break them? Why, why put things on film that you can save for when you absolutely need them? Um, I think that's a big reason. And then I think also uh, the natural maturation of a young quarterback. J.J. McCarthy is really talented. And he is beginning to learn how to be a starting quarterback and not just a spot guy that goes in. Yeah, everyone tells me, like, well, he's experienced. He played last year. Yeah, but it's so different when you're the starter. The, the pressure, the, the, the yoke that you carry of the team is heavy. It's burdensome. And he is learning how to deal with that. More specifically, he's learning how to complete the ball down the field. He got a little better last week. But that's certainly going to have to increase if they want to take the next step, be explosive, be a creative and innovative offense, and still have the ability to beat you up in the inside running the football, which they've been able to do very well. Well, you know the drill, Joel Klatt, uh, certainly from the perspective that I have and the rest of the Michigan fan base is every time I watch them, I, I just look for team speed. I look for who... Uh, could replace um, Hutchinson and Ajabo, and they do have some pass rushers who have shown some significant ability over the past several weeks, and Blake Corum looks fast, and the offensive line looks like they can protect, but everything is seen through the prism of whether they can go into the horseshoe in November and shock the world a second time, and I understand this is Penn State is very significant opponent, top 10 and all that, but what, what do you see? I mean, you mentioned Penn State is vastly improved from last year, would you say the same thing about Michigan, Joel? You know what's so interesting is is that both of these teams, that's how their fan base views them. <laughs> you know, it's like it's all well and good, all these other games, yep. but it's like, but can you beat each other? And that's what's so great about the Big Ten East because I think that that's the same uh, with Penn State. And, and, and <laughs> Rich, candidly, Michigan fans are also sick of me. Why? Because that's the lens with which I analyze them. So if I'm doing their game against Maryland, let's say, a few weeks ago, yeah, 
And and people are like, well, why are you so effusive of your praise in uh, you know for Maryland, and you have these small criticisms for Michigan? Well, it's because of the level of expectation I have, and we all have of each program. Maryland is trying to answer some questions and get to a point where they are bowl eligible, eight wins, seven, eight wins. And, and so when they're making strides in those departments, I see that I see it. And I'm going to say as such, when Michigan has small things that could prevent them from being Ohio state, that's what we're all going to latch onto because that's the expectation. See, everything is in this sport is, is derived. And I'm talking about the college board is derived through the lens of expectation. And that's vastly different than in the NFL when everybody has the same expectation. You either go to the playoffs or you don't in the NFL. It's, it's a very different set of expectations for every program based on the vast array of, of, of programs and potentials of programs that we have in college football. Now, having said that, I do think Penn State is much better. I do think Michigan can be better, mm. um, which, which is – it's hard to, to convince people of that because they lost Hutchinson and Ajabo. However, I thought that their offense last year was very good and very sound, but they didn't have the next gear to go and compete with a Georgia, compete with a, a playoff team. Now, they were able to beat up Ohio State and, and more power to them. But what they've done over the last few years, and I think that you would agree with me on this, they have evolved. I think Jim Harbaugh has evolved. What you saw five years ago from Michigan was a very stubborn offense and a specific style of defense, which was going to lead you to nine or ten wins. But those, those schematics and styles were never going to be in the vein that would really threaten Ohio State. Now, they got close one year, and they had really good players, but you just got the sense. I was doing a game, what was that, 2018, Rich, in the shoe when Michigan rolls in their favor. They've won 10 in a row and got absolutely run out of the building because they didn't have the speed necessary to cover Ohio State. They've changed the schematics. They've changed the style of player. This defense is much more suited to play at the top end of college football because of the athleticism and speed that they put on the field, in particular in the back two levels. They've got good edges, maybe not quite as good as they did last year, but Mike Morris, Yabi Oki, these two guys can rush the quarterback. They're very good. They're big in the middle with Mozzie Smith over 300 pounds, Mason Graham, a freshman, over 300 pounds. They're athletic and versatile at linebacker with a guy like Junior Colson, who I think in two years we're going to be talking about, Rich, at, at the desk and God knows where as a first-round draft pick, potentially, <laughs> as a linebacker. And then they got three safeties that are really versatile players and can tackle in space. So defensively, they're much better. And then offensively, they at least have the potential to be both explosive and powerful in the run game. Lead college football analyst Joe Klatt from Fox Sports here on the Rich Eisen Show. And I, I said at the uh, top of uh, my my program today, Joel, that this is an incredible football weekend. You've got the Eagles and the Cowboys on Sunday night football, and you've got the Bills and the Chiefs playing right before that. And then the day before, you've got five versus 10 in Michigan and Penn State. And you've got three versus six with Alabama going to Tennessee. How about the Vols and their ability to maybe just say, hey, you were all talking about Georgia and Alabama and Texas A&M and Alabama and everybody's paying attention to Brian Kelly showing up in LSU. How about us? Do you think Tennessee's got the real stuff here, Joel? What do you think? I mean, 
I can't believe, like, you just don't make a living picking or betting against Nick Saban, right? Like, that's just, it's so dumb. And all week I've been sitting here, I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? But the bottom line is, I think it's a bad matchup for Alabama, Rich. Like, I can't, I can't get it out of my head. Here's the reason why. Okay. It's because even if Bryce Young plays, which I think he's going to, I think it's going to be really important for Alabama to be able to run the ball to take some of the pressure off of Young as he's coming back from injury. He can't just be Superman for the entirety of the game. And that's all well and good. And you can say, well, they're dominant in the run game. Look at what they did against Texas A&M a week ago. 51 rushes, five and a half per carry. Yeah, that's great. Texas A&M is the last-ranked rush defense in, in the SEC. They're about to face the second-best rush defense in the sec so i think it's going to be much more difficult for them to run the ball which is going to be more in line with what we saw you know for the first three quarters against texas um they also alabama they're not great on the road which is a bit surprising but this is now kind of a two-year history of this last year in their first road game against florida they barely eked that one out they lost to texas a&m went to four overtimes against an auburn team that i didn't think was very good this year, that close game, a one-point win against Texas, and really it was Bryce Young and, and some missed calls that allowed them to win that game. So they're not great on the road. This this environment is going to be the toughest of any of those. Neyland is going to be on fire. And the last thing would be if you're going to beat Alabama, you better create some explosive uh, passing plays and opportunities. And there's only one team in the country – that is more explosive throwing the ball down the field than Tennessee. Tennessee has the second most 30-yard completions in the country, only to Ohio State, who we all know is the best offense in the country. So this is a bad matchup for Alabama, and even though they're favored by seven, and I feel like an absolute crazy person, I think Tennessee wins the game. Joel Klatt, you know what you've just done, Joel? You could say what you've just done is cogent sound heartfelt analysis uh but what you've just dispensed really is yummy rat poison that's what you just did <laughs> yummy rat poison is what you just I, I you could term it those three oh. words yummy rat poison is what nick saban might call what you just dispensed i Joel, uh, you know? i hear you but but for him it's like beautiful rat poison it's that's it. in the other direction it's the yum that's what he it's calls like yummy poison. rat poison the rat poison he doesn't like is you saying alabama's gonna win this thing by 40 or you know that that's sort of that but you just dispense the yummy rat poison man uh, and and you're right you, you can't make a living betting against or uh you know nick saban or or saying that nick's you know on the wrong end of a of a good mat of a of a matchup uh, when it's not involving Georgia, but you look at Tennessee and you see them, and you're 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 wondering why not? Like this is one of those why not now games? Why not? Well, and, why not and now? I, I personally think watching Hendon Hooker, I think he's going to be yeah. top three or four pick. Huh. You know, when we're in Kansas City. Okay. Rich. All right. Look at you. And and before I let you go, let let's talk a little bit about uh, about drafts and things of that nature, and what we've already seen play out. Joel Klatt, since you and I, along with Daniel Jeremiah and the the brilliant Charles Davis, who will definitely be having his eyes peeled on what's going on in Tennessee against Alabama. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> so, um, what if I had told? What if I told you? I said like a thirty for thirty. If I had told you uh, when uh, we were parting ways that Friday night uh, at the draft 
in in uh, Vegas. Bailey Zappi is going to throw the first rookie touchdown pass of the uh, NFL season and be the first rookie winning starting quarterback of the season. How about them apples, right? I mean, I I, I certainly wouldn't have, have guessed that. You would not have gone laughed. to the tables with me. You would not have gone to the tables no, with me that night. No, in that's, Vegas. that's exactly right. There, that wouldn't have piqued my interest. I, I, I don't think that we could right. have even gotten odds on that one, Rich. Crazy. It really is crazy. But we did see Brees Hall. Now, we were talking about him that Friday night, and we yeah, just saw him with a buck 97 right. of – uh, total scrimmage yards. What do you, what do you think of the rookie class about what we've seen so far through the first five weeks of the NFL campaign? I think, I think that they've been pretty pretty darn good, and and you, you could probably say, and I know that there's a lot of attention being paid to Aiden Hutchinson and and maybe his lack of productivity early, but you know I I, I thought that you know even Thibodeau he played well last week. Yes, he's getting his feet wet, and and obviously there was a lot of talk about him leading into last year's draft. Yes. Uh, well, where does he fall, and and this or that? But he seems to have assimilated incredibly well into the culture of the NFL, and in particular there in New York. Um, Walker's done well. I but the the, the guys that that we all kind of pegged as like oh yeah like this is a really good pick, and I and I bring up Brees Hall specifically. This is exactly what we thought he was going to be, a, a back that after he got his feet wet was going to very quickly be a back that could carry the load for, for even an NFL team early in his career, and we're seeing that early. Yeah. I think it's been a pretty good rookie class, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know, and then Pickett, you know, uh, again, I don't know, you might have been traveling back from uh, Indiana or something like that, but Pickett, even though in his first start the Steelers got waxed by the Bills, um, I mean, just him getting up, and I don't know if you saw that he got in Shaq Lawson's face, and the team was shoving everyone else off of him, and the offensive line came to his aid on the spot. I don't know. There's something about this kid that even though he got waxed in his first career start, that there is something there. My two cents. Seeing that. Here's here's what I thought when I when I saw like Pickett versus you know Trubisky is that I, I don't think Pittsburgh's great. First of all, right? So, like, if, if you go from, from that starting point, it just looked like with Trubisky, you're just kind of dying a slow death. And with 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 Pickett, at least he's swinging while they're going down. Does that make sense? Like, mm. there's some fight there. And, yes, you're going to deal with mistakes, but there's just a little bit more fire there than – than with the other quarterbacks, and 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 I, I kind of like it. I kind of love it because this guy is is a is going to battle, and I still think he's pretty dang good. And and we'll see, you know, what he can do the rest of the year. And then tonight on Thursday night football, Joel, we've got uh, Carson Wentz going for Washington, and Ron Rivera, even though he said it was a mea culpa moment, and he he backtracked or apologized or said, you know my bad and mean it created distraction when asked the difference between the rest of the NFC East and his team, he said quarterback and he stared down just like he didn't with a stare, like I didn't stutter. And so I'm wondering, Sam Howell, is he a guy that you think we might see here? You you, you get a sense of anything. What do you, what do you, what do you think, Joel? What do you think? I I didn't think Wentz was the problem last week, you know, and Mm -hmm. you know, I trust, a lot of good people in the NFL and they all told me that like, Hey, Wentz, Wentz was one of their best attributes last week. And, and granted, I think that the turnovers and the time that they happen are mm. magnified. And, and I think that that's absolutely the case, but in, in, in a large degree, 
he was the only reason that they were in that position to begin with. And so I, I don't think we're getting close to that. I thought that Ron Rivera was way out of line based on what happened in the game. And, you know, you go from there because he was trying to talk about, oh, they've been established and this and that around the, the, the other parts of the division. And I'm like, Cooper Rush, it, you know, it, I, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like I was taking crazy pills. It's like, am I Mugatu here? Like, is this Cooper Rush is not like a foundational piece for Dallas? Am I wrong? No, you are. You are correct. And Daniel Jones, you know, you're our guy together. When you came on this show after the draft, uh, where he was drafted, saying this is going to set the Giants back a few years, and, and you were right up until Dayball's arrival, right? I mean, look at him. Dayball has has infused. An amazing amount of confidence and, and, you know, continuity with that offense. And, and I think that we, we would be remiss if we didn't say the other biggest part of what's happened offensively is that you've got a creative offensive mind that's given you a really good game plan. And part of that is that their best offensive player and most dynamic player, Saquon Barkley, is healthy. He's back. And, and when that happens, boy, it becomes easier to play quarterback. No doubt. Hey, man, uh, enjoy Ann Arbor again. And don't listen to my my friends in the Michigan fan base, man. Don't listen to them. I, I, you, you, you and Gus are great. I love it. And even, honestly, even watching that Indiana game where it was so damn frustrating watching the mistakes and the Big Ten refs, you were so spot on to call them over their skis during some of, during with some of those calls, and they were flag-happy, which is what Gus called them. But even when it's just looking bleak for my team, Gus dropped the line. If someone was cool as a fan, and I just laughed out loud, man. It was just I, – I, you guys together are a great watch, great listen, and you just keep being you, man. You just go for it. That. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Well, we'll have some fun this weekend. It'll be a good one. I can't wait. Well, I hope to be laughing, to be very honest with you, at the very end. So, uh, Joel, try, uh, fly safe, be well, say hi to Ann Arbor. Oh, by the way, the 97 team is going to be back together to be honored in this game. Oh, they got all sorts of stuff going on. It's a maze out. It's going to be all yellow. I mean, <sighs> they're, throwing, they're throwing the uh, the book at Penn State. You know it's a big one because Michigan doesn't do this a lot. That's right? true. Like other, other schools – always do these hype and fanfare type of things. Michigan doesn't do that a lot. Why? Because they're Michigan, right? And they're going to get 110,000 regardless. But, man, they're throwing the book. They got the 97 team back. It's mm-hmm. a maze out. They're doing a halftime show. So it, it should be a raucous environment. Enjoy it, Joel. Uh, you take Thanks, care. Man. Best to Gus and everybody else on the crew. That's Joel Klatt, lead college football analyst, at Joel Klatt on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, yeah. All set for college football. This weekend, no doubt about that. When we come back, Tom Brady had his weekly press availability moments ago. He was asked once again about that roughing the passer call that he was the beneficiary of. Do you say thanks? that? And we set up. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And we set up tomorrow's dynamite program that now has a playoff game being played during it. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving, and Christmas triple headers, the International Series, and every postseason game. Tom Brady spoke today. Last time we heard from him on the subject matter of Grady Jarrett and being called for roughing him in a game that was going to be particularly dicey for him because it looked like they were about to punt the ball back until Jerome Boger says, you're throwing around of Tom Brady is illegal, sir. And Brady said, I don't throw the flags. He he don't. He he doesn't. He's correct about that, actually. I've never seen Tom Brady throw one flag. That's true. Uh, Here's Tom Brady today. Roll tape. I don't think the referees are robots. I don't think they're trying to get it wrong. I don't think they're always going to get it right. You know, I feel bad for a guy when they get called something that probably shouldn't be that way. And sometimes you just got to shake it off. You know, I've lost Super Bowls because I thought they missed a call, you know. So, I don't know. You go, all right, well, you're going to get some. You're going to not get some. And you hope they don't come up, but they come up. It's, it's sports. It's So, the fact that everyone wants to talk about it like it's something new, it always, it's always been like that. So, you just do the best you could do. You try to keep it in your hands the best way you can. And if you get an unfortunate thing that happens, it's unfortunate. It really is. And I don't think anyone's trying to scheme anyone out of that. Or it's just the way sports are. You just, I miss throws, refs miss calls. You know, but we try to do the best we can do. And when they don't go your way, you just complain to the refs like I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody's going to pick up on that last part, too. I've had calls lose me Super Bowls. Just complain to the refs, and you get your flag because you're the GOAT. He's also had calls that helped him win Super Bowls, too. So Yeah, but those were correctly interpreted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. what they were. It was. It was. That was the rule. and they. This is so unnecessary. Just That's review the damn calls. thing. There are people who are sitting there watching on 4K, parsing everything with editing equipment and ability to scrub back and forth. Thanks. Come on. This is so unnecessary. It is so unnecessary. They won't switch it in the middle of the season. So for next season, let's do it. Get it right. Good Lord. That Chris Jones play. That's ridiculous. And the NFL needs to prepare for this sort of stuff. They have to. You know why the whole Dez caught it controversy happened? It's because the NFL had never seen an individual so incredibly big and tall and physical that you could not only just make a catch, but also gain enough yardage to move a chain for a first down with two strides and then reach for the end zone and the ball comes loose. No one had ever seen the whole process of a catch go over the span of 10 yards before. 
Nobody's ever thought that somebody 340, or as he then said, 320 pounds, could then sack a guy and take a ball away from him in the same process. We've never seen that before. Who'd ever seen anybody do what Chris Jones did before? Now you got to, oh yeah, well, the process of removing the ball from him is akin to the same process of throwing it. He's technically in a defenseless passing posture as he's face front on the ground because he's been sacked. So stupid. So very unnecessary. All of it. Let's fix it. Good God. Can we go back and fix the Dez thing? Or no? Was that passed? It was by <laughs> rule, by interpretation, still the process of the catch, even though he took two strides and it took 10 yards for him to actually get down on the ground and also have the presence of mind and physical prowess to try and reach the ball for the end zone. I might cry. Facts. <laughs> but no one ever seen anything like that before. So you couldn't, it couldn't interpret that that was still the process of a catch? Of course it's not. He's actually running with the ball, but he's still in the process of catching it because he had the physical ability to do that and also reach out for the end zone. No one's really ever seen that before. I play Mike McCarthy for that. Because he threw the flag. He's not your coach. Yeah, was he your current <laughs> coach? Yeah. He's savvy enough to throw on the flag. You got that on. You, so you got yeah. that going for you. Yeah, thanks. You know what we got tomorrow? We got Yankees versus Guardians right in the middle of the second hour of this program. No way, really? Yeah, yeah. first pitch, 1.07 p.m. Eastern time. Nice. Wow, they canceled tonight's game. You know what that also means is Shane nice. Bieber will only get one start. Bieber. Because so, game five is going to be on Monday, if there is one. So you're not going to go on two days rest, yeah, are you? You mean Monday days. or game five, if there is one? You mean game five? There will be a Monday, I mean, if, if, By the way, if yeah. there's a Monday, it's Monday. I would hope there's Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping there's Monday. Why? Well, because well, that means we made it through the weekend. Made, yeah. Oh, okay. We're That's still alive, like Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I'm hoping there's. I'm hoping there's a Monday. I do hope there's a Monday, like Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could be. We might not. You know, I mean, we're alive. We got two oh, games. Oh, we got a game right now in about uh, 35 minutes. Mariners hey, Astros. Mariners Astros. Why don't they just push that back yeah, to yeah, night tonight? Now? Tonight, tell Something Houston folks, on. you know, just smoke them if you got them. We're gonna move it back. Take the rest of the day off. Come out to the coast. Enjoy yourself. Can't do that to the people of Houston. Can't do that. Will there be more than um, 21 points scored tonight, and will we get a touchdown? Uh, you're, uh, how dare you ask me such a question? <laughs> I'm making fun of last week. More importantly, last week was 12-9 with no touchdown. More importantly, He's will Scott Service uh, remove his closer to put a starter in today? Jeez. That ball's still going. It is. I think it hits you in the head. <laughs> That'll wrap it up. <laughs> Brandon Staley of the Chargers and Sarah Tiana in hey. studio. That's our Friday show. Back on Roku in a sec.